Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. Live music is back with some guidelines and caveats. On today's episode, we spoke with the artistic director of the Monterey Jazz Festival about what we can expect this year, both musically and in terms of COVID-19 guidelines. Okay, well, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Can you introduce yourself for our listeners? Sure thing, Angelica. My name is Tim Jackson. I'm the artistic director of the Monterey Jazz Festival. And how did you get involved with that? Well, I've been with the festival for over 30 years. Uh, uh, actually came on board in 1991, and I took over for the original general manager and founder of the festival, Jimmy Lyons. And so... Um, my first part of the career with the festival was as general manager doing both the artistic and administrative side. And about 15 years ago, I moved to the um, artistic side, which I enjoy very much. Do you have a background in music and what is that background? Yes. Uh, well, I'm also the founder of Coomba Jazz in Santa Cruz. We have we operate the Coomba Jazz Center and have since 1975. So my my entire professional experience has been in um, music programming and music production. And I'm also a musician myself and am a professional flute player. Hmm. And so how do these two things kind of intersect, you know, being the musician side and then having to do sort of the more business organizational side? Yeah, well, I started out as a musician first and uh, was very involved in and loved jazz. And then this opportunity came up to work with some people to found Kowumba back when we were you know, quite young. And I realized that I enjoyed it. And I've, I've been able to do both for most of my career, still continue to play music and do the um, artistic direction side of both organizations, both Monterey and Kuwumba. And I, I think it's helped me being a musician. So I have the perspective of where the musician is coming from and, you know, what it's like to, to be a working musician and the kind of conditions that you like to work under. So I think it's helped giving me a, ba- a balanced viewpoint of the music industry. And tell me more about that, like the musician's perspective. What have you learned over the years about that? Well, as a musician, particularly if you're most of the musicians that we work with are, are traveling, they're on tour. So you need to realize they've been out on the road. They've probably been in an airplane that same day or at least in a long car ride. So they're tired from travel. And I, I think one of the keys... Uh, for our success, both at Monterey and Coomba, is that we we do a good job of making sure that all the things that the artists need is in place. We have a um, uh, an inviting environment for them to perform in. We have good equipment. We use good pianos, good sound systems, good lighting systems. So everything's professional. So the artists can come in and feel comfortable knowing that the tools that they need to um, create their art is going to be there and available for them. So along with, you know, knowing how to develop an appreciative audience, 
you know, a decent hotel room, some some good home cooking to eat. All those things make for uh, an overall environment that's inviting to the artist and helps them create a fantastic performance. Tell me a bit about the artistic and musical direction of this year's festival. Well, the Monterey Jazz Festival is one of the longest, it's the longest running jazz festival in the world and one of the oldest festivals and and most prestigious. Um, So I've always felt that we need to stay on the cutting edge of what's current in jazz, but we also want to keep uh, a finger on the pulse of the history and legacy of the music. So I've always strove to or strive to uh, create a, a, a festive environment. I mean, that's the root word of festival is, is, is festive, where people know they can come and have fun, but they're going to hear some serious music. And that's going to be some of the major jazz stars that they uh, know and love over the years. People like this year, whether it's Herbie Hancock or, or George Benson, along with some new faces that they probably haven't heard of, like Miho Hazama or Candace Springs. And uh, the blending of the veteran artists with the new artists, with commissioning new musics, putting special projects together, uh, having a strong focus on jazz education and having student groups perform. I think that our audience uh, and our patrons understand that we're about furthering the music, presenting not only what's happening currently in the music, but celebrating its past and being uh, an active player in its future. And obviously with the pandemic um, for almost a year and a half now, we haven't really been able to have live music in the same way. What are your thoughts on music coming back? Is the audience eager for this? Yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, I always look at it as a sort of a a three-sided kind of a triangle you've got you've got us the presenting organization the audience and the artist and so uh, you, you have to be able to bring all three together to uh, uh, to be successful and clearly everybody is really anxious to get back to live music I know for myself and my staff we're really looking forward to um, getting back to doing what we do, which is presenting live music. We, we had a very active program during the pandemic uh, with our online and virtual programs, and we pivoted very quickly to capitalize on those new mediums. But what we love most is, is presenting live music for live people with live artists on stage. And so we know the artists are, are hungry to get back. And for our audience this year at the festival, Um, while it's going to be 50% capacity to uh, make sure that everybody stays uh, safe and sound, um, we've got a uh, a sold-out crowd. So we know that our audience is anxious to be back and to join us. And can you talk at all about maybe some of the COVID precautions that are being taken this year? Sure. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, as you well know, the, the rules seem to change every day. Um, so when, you know, uh, California quote unquote reopened on, on June 15th, we thought, great, well, we can move ahead with the festival. There were really no, um, impediments in place, but we decided to be very conservative and go with just a 50% capacity and only using two outdoor stages, no indoor stages. 
and which at the time seemed like a pretty conservative approach. A lot of people saying, well, why don't you just do a full festival? And we thought, well, we just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and we want to proceed cautiously. So I'm glad we did because now as we see with this Delta variant uh, coming around and actually just today the state of California uh, recommending um, that uh, people wear masks uh, now uh, all the time indoors. Um, you know, I, I, I guess long-winded way of saying the rules seem to change with each passing day and week and that we are going to do uh, whatever is recommended by the um, uh, federal, state, and local authorities, whatever they recommend and mandate for the safety of our patrons and artists, that that's what we uh, intend to do. So, I mean, I could sit here today and tell you what we're going to do this, that, and the other thing, but it, it could completely change by tomorrow. But, uh, you know, Rest assured, and we've let our patrons know that wh whatever the current guidelines are, we're going to keep their um, their health and safety at the forefront, and we'll do uh, what is required and recommended and what feels like the right thing to do um, once uh, the middle of September comes. Wonderful. Thank you. Those are all my questions. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked about? Not only that um, we're really happy to be back as an organization, we feel very connected to the Monterey Peninsula, the Monterey community. Um, we're, we're anxious to get back to what we're doing. We're anxious to showcase our jazz edu education programs once again and getting back to um, presenting this wonderful music that we love. So I appreciate you giving me an opportunity, Angelica, to uh, participate with you and, and your podcast and hope that we'll see you in September. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast are on our website and you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com and follow us on Twitter at Sound News.